Welcome to Reunite with Self podcast. I'm your host, Rukan. Here, we will be discovering and unraveling what is truly holding you back. We will put the puzzle together and give you clarity on how and what you can do to create massive shift in your life so you start creating the life you always envisioned for yourself. There is no more waiting. Whether it is liberating from dysfunctional family patterns or parenting tools and tips that actually make the difference, we will be diving into the truth and core of things that are simple and which yet no one talks about. I will be sharing with you all the things that would have changed my life massively if I heard any one of these episodes. A new world is awakening, and through bliss, harmony, and peace is possible on this earth. And my mission is to bring you closer to that, one step at a time. In the safe space, I will hold your hand and give you courage and certainty that you can shift anything and everything in your life. It is time we break the pattern. Whether you want to be the parent you never had or make a shift in your life so you don't play small any longer, you will find the support and guidance in this space. My intention is for you to find answers within yourself while you listen to this podcast so you feel the bliss of reuniting with your true essence, with self, with so much love and compassion and courage. From my heart to yours, let's keep it rocking. Hello, my gorgeous listener. Welcome to another episode on Reunite with Self. I am pre-recording this episode um, as well as the ones previous to this. Probably I will be traveling. Hopefully I will be traveling as you are listening to this. So I am batching content right now, meaning recording many episodes. And this is the final one that I'm doing and then I'll be continuing recording as I am traveling. Um, so today's topic is something I really wanted to talk about because I know that my view on this might be a little alternative, but I know that a lot of you will resonate with this and and I will tell you why. So this episode is about why I don't believe in criticism even constructive criticism. I don't believe in criticism, period. Um, and I'll tell you why. But, you know, I don't believe in criticism so much that it took me maybe 10 minutes to remember the word constructive criticism. I was like, is it positive criticism? Is it improving? Crit like, what is it? Like, I don't even, I don't believe in it at all. It's like BS for me. And I'll tell you why. And maybe you will resonate with it. But, you know, you will realize that you don't believe in criticism so much either. And there is even more room for improvement without the BS criticism. So first of all, I want to tell you why I wanted to do this episode is because um, criticism itself, whether the criticizer calls it constructive or not, I don't care what they call it, is the number one thing that has been holding you back, is the reason that like, it was coming from both of your parents, most probably in different ways, and that is the number one thing that is holding you back today. I'm just going to say it as it is. I'm not going to like, 
um, embellish it or say it differently. It's the number one reason. I believe someone intelligent, like someone out in the world who wants to be better every single day, and who knows what, who knows deep down what improvement is, would want to improve themselves, period. Would want to be better, do better, serve better, make the others feel better, um, be better at what they do, be better as a human, be better as a lover, be better as a partner, be better as a parent, be better as a child, be better as whatever, whatever their role is in that sequence, in that, in, in that moment. I don't believe as many narcissists would not agree with me, I know this, I don't believe in criticism, period. I will read you first the meaning of criticism. I googled this. It says, oh my god, it says, oh my goodness goddess, the expression of disapproval of someone or something based on perceived faults or mistakes. Like I see three words there that is like, that is not love. <laughs> and the other um, meaning is the analysis and judgment of the merits and faults of a literary or artistic work. So... I'll tell you why I think criticism is not necessary and what is actually better than criticism. Like there is no need for criticism. And I believe without this, we have room for more improvement if improvement is our goal. Because the criticizer will say that you know, they should improve. Aren't we going to improve? Like, aren't we going to be able to see our faults or mistakes or where we can do better? Yes, honey. Yes, we are open to that fact. But, you know, for ex like, first of all, looking from a place of love, if you ask this question to anyone who, you know, who would be, let's say, a re reflection of the divine, uh, they would explain this to you in a very expansive way, meaning that there are no limits to a human. It's human's nature to want to improve and be better and improve. It's in human nature. It's in our nature. It's inevitable if we are in our nature, meaning if we are not effed up. And the word judgment itself does not exist in love. I believe evaluation doesn't exist in love either. When we say unconditional love, I'm going to talk to you, but I don't mean this in, in any way. Like you're going you're gonna to see what I mean by all of this. And it's coming from someone who wants to be better every single day, like who values improvements more than the criticizer, for sure. Um, first of all, 
A child is broken by the criticism from their parents and the narcissist or the one with the narcissistic tendency or behavior uses criticism against their child. You're going to find faults in everyone. But how are you delivering that? How you talk to someone changes everything. A couple of things. If it's someone that's, okay, if someone wants to criticize, I'll give you better solutions. There is no need for criticism. And you can be a, I don't know how to say all of this without cursing, but you can be someone that is super driven, super ambitious, want to improve every single second and still not use criticism. Um, so let's talk about business and private life. So if we talk about anyone in, that you have a close relationship with, friends, lovers, partners, family, or anything else, where you have, you know, the emotional relationship. Let's say it's one of your family members. And the criticizer can think about what they want to talk about. Two things. One thing, one option is the thing that they, they, they want to talk to someone about is actually not necessary because... I believe everyone, like anyone who is having a challenge knows that they are being challenged by that. And if you really want to approach someone by anything, you can approach them with love, show them compassion, create a safe space, hold space for them. And be open for them to open up to you if they want to, to express if they're having, going through a challenge. Like, be that place for them. Be that safe space for them. And if they want to come and talk to you about any challenge that they have in their own lives, that they carry themselves about their own lives, they will come to you. But who would do this, right? Who, like a crit... Crit criticizer would never, a critic, a criticizer, whatever, would never put this amount of effort. Instead, they would just criticize and their excuse would be they are doing it for the benefit of their loved one. That is bullshit, my friend, because it's a very, um, not, it's not a compassionate approach. It's not... Um, um, it's not an approach that knows the human psyche, human nature. It's a very lazy approach. If it's someone so close to you as in your family, and let's say we're talking about two adults. First of all, if you're going to criticize someone and if it's something about their own life, like their own life, because it's two possibilities, either one like I was saying to you, one option is that it it's not even up, like, it's not your, your place to talk to them about that in that way. Probably it is something about their own lives that they carry themselves. It has nothing to do with you. 
It's their own life. Like whatever they're going to go through, it's their own life. The other option is that maybe it's related to how they behave towards you or how they make you feel. And again, criticism is not necessary. Um, and I know that you might be hearing it like this for the first time, but you're going to relate to it if you will relate to it. Because I have a lot of talks with my close ones, even if there is something that bothers me or if there is something going on in their lives that I know it's not maybe healthy for them, but it's not the right approach to go and criticize them. It's not. It's not loving. And I'll tell you why. If it's something about their own lives, and if we're talking about two adults, first of all, you have to respect the person. You have to respect that it's their own life and they have the ability to carry out their own lives. And if they need some advice, some assistance, some help, some support, if you could give them, if you're a critic, you're probably not the person they, they, they will go to. It's You just need to respect them and know that they are able to carry out their life. And if they want to come, you ask, ask you for support, they will. And still, criticism is not necessary. Criticism is the thing that breaks a person. And we can be talking about the most difficult things and still not criticize and still have a lot of room for improvement. There are so many ways to do this. And let me get, get to the other second option. So if the critic criticizer says, oh, but it's about, you know, how they behave towards me. Okay, well, honey, you have to give more effort into that relationship and that requires you to be more vulnerable. And if it's relating to something that they're doing that is not serving you, that is, you know, crossing your boundary, that is making you feel some kind of way, of course, it's very healthy to talk about it and you need to talk about it. But there is a way to express this. You can share how you feel about what they do towards you or what they don't do towards you, you can share your feeling. And that is huge. That by itself is enough to see if the other person will respect your boundaries, will take the steps, be accountable, how they react or how, how they reply to that, of course, changes everything. But this is still not criticism. You are talking about your emotions, about how they behave towards you, like what they did, what they do, what they don't do, what you would prefer them to do, how they do something that makes you feel whatever. This is very healthy, but you need to be, you got to be vulnerable and tell your emotion. A narcissist will never be vulnerable. They might play the victim. They might blame you. They might do the blame thing. But they will never be kind, compassionate, empathic. They will never create a safe space, hold space, and see you as a human, as a soul that wants to be happy, that wants to be the best and they will not express their emotion in a vulnerable way. 
So they will pick criticism instead. And this is such a, such a left brain, extreme, wounded, masculine approach, like very, like such a, it's like in tarot, like the wounded king of swords or the, the, the queen of, the queen of swords. It's like cutthroat. And I'm talking about the wounded, the, the shadows aspect of it. It's so cutthroat. It's so does not come from love. It comes from fear and it will never create true improvement. Critics, critics do not know shit about improvement. The way criticism comes is not from love, but from fear. And what it creates in the other person is the fear. So if you are criticizing your child to be better at something, whatever, you are being lazy and just criticizing them. That's totally lazy. You have to create the space. You have to make them feel comfortable and safe. You have to show them compassion. You have to show them that they are, you're open. You have to show them that you're open to hear their own struggles. Nobody wants to be bad at anything. Like, Every child is very intelligent and they know one thing from the other. Like they know the, the difference. They will, they might not ch like choose that. It's a different thing, but they know. So creating that space and being open and supporting someone and um, witnessing someone and holding space for someone and talking to someone in a way that will empower them takes heart, takes effort and love. I believe that is love itself. And that, my friend, creates infinite power for the child. Infinite if we're talking about improvement. So like this criticism thing is like we have to wake up to the like some things that the society has made so normal is very toxic and we have to open to these you have we have to be conscious to this stuff so if it's two adults talking to one another and if it's about a behavior that they do or don't do you can come from a vulnerable space and you can talk about your emotions okay this is not criticism and i'm not talking about emotions such as um something coming from fear again and very like non-sensitive things like oh I'm so worried about you blah 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 like truly being vulnerable like going deeper than that and coming from a place of love and you know the magic of holding space for someone can create so much miracle and you have to be patient but that's where magic is born. That's where we can create improvement. So I want to talk to you about raising a child and criticism. When a parent uses criticism or what is it called? Constructive criticism, whatever, to, to their children, they are disempowering them period. They are disempowering their children. They're not actually looking for long-term improvement for them. They are being selfish. They are being lazy. They're not coming from love, but from fear. 
And it's not going to create the sustainable, abundant, fulfilling improvement for their child's life period. I am like this clear about this criticism, whatever. I've never believed in it my whole life. I never believed in it. And now I see very clearly why, because I see clearly and experience clearly that there is better alternatives. Like they exist and they work, they work better. And the other stuff is just bullshit. You can tell from your body if something is loving or not. And anything that comes from fear, they can go bye-bye. Like we cannot call that loving or supportive or I'm doing it for your good or beneficial or with good intentions. We cannot call it that, period, like out the door. Criticism, whether you call it constructive or whatever, comes from fear and it doesn't empower the person listening. It disempowers them. They, they are told that there is something lacking and they are not good enough and they have to be doing this and that to be good, to be good enough, to be whole. And it creates the perfectionism mentality. And we are all susceptible to be perfectionist for ourselves. And this is just um, adding coal to the fire. It's very destructive. It's very dangerous. And it's very just toxic nonsense. Okay, let's talk about work, business. So if we want to ask someone to be better, there is a million ways rather than being critical. Being critical for me is, first of all, very separation mentality. You are talking to someone without compassion and you're just judging what they're doing wrong or uh, not correct or not enough or whatever from a very judgy way and without taking responsibility. Like taking responsibility and being accountable when we are talking to someone, first of all, requires that we are compassionate, requires that we are able what it takes to get that done, requires us to be open to the fact that maybe they are doing so much more than we are seeing And there is another side of the story. And I believe in work, we are able to 100% express any of our concern, um, worry, or anything that crosses our boundary, anything that is not reciprocal, anything that is not not, uh, fair, anything that you know, we expected this and then we got less, we are able 100% to talk about and discuss this and express this to the person, even if we are the client, even if we are the seller, even if we are the partner, even if we are like contractor, whatever the relationship is, we are the receiver, we are the giver, whoever, like whoever, whatever the situation is, we are 100% able to communicate what is happening 
without criticizing. Criticizing is something completely different. But expressing like what the situation is, like you can tell them facts about what is happening and what your concern is or what is crossing the boundary for you or what you ag agreed or and what is actually happening now that is not in alignment with your agreement with facts or you might be seeing something about the future and you might be telling a concern but in a very cooperative way you know it's not like separation mentality where you're criticizing someone just because you pay the money for it like you get less I want to serve my client even more when they are compassionate and grateful and still tells me what's wrong still tells me clearly what they expected and what's not working what's not working for them what they would want more like 100% but criticizing is not this Criticizing is not necessary. So there is like whoever gives you the argument that criticism is necessary for any kind of improvement, they are BSing you. BSing you, period. Criticism, constructive criticism, whatever the word is, is never necessary. And we are able 100% to express what's not working, what our worry, concern is, what we are not comfortable with, what we are comfortable with. Whatever the case is in our personal relationships and in our work life, 110%. And we will see the results like a mm-mm. Because the other person will want to give more because we are expressing it in this way. They will want to give more, meaning they will improve more. So why are we talking about criticism being anything necessary in life? I am talking as a person who wants to be better every single day. Criticism is the thing that is holding you back because of the criticism you got as you were a child starting from your parents, mainly from your parents. And their excuse was the good intention, blah, blah, blah. Let's change this conversation. Let's, let's change this. Let's be honest. Let's be clear. Criticism for any child is not necessary. I love you so much. I was really, whew, I'm passionate about this stuff. I want to talk about this stuff. I, I want to learn more. I want to, I want to be more. Uh, I want to support you better and I want to create clarity for you so you can create your boundaries knowing that no, honey, criticism is not necessary here. Bye. Like out the door, please. I love you so much. I'll see you next week. And thank you for being here. I'll see you next week. My gorgeous listener, if you had any takeaways from this episode or from this podcast in general, I would love to know. Please share this episode with a few loved ones right now. You never know how they can benefit from something so small. And please take a screenshot of this episode and share on IG tagging me at Kevela. That is K-H-E-W-E-L-L-A. Kevela. That is my goddess wear brand, my Instagram page. I would love to know what your takeaway was or something you found inspirational or a confirmation you believe in as well. That would make my day. And you can always DM me if you have a topic or a certain question in mind that you want me to talk about. 
and give me a five-star rating if you feel like it. That would help this podcast immensely to get the word out. I love you. See you on the next one. I want to see you shine your brightest.